Hey, welcome to another Deep Dive podcast. I'm Pastor Nate. I'm Jeff Starr. And we're excited to be with you here again. We took a week off last week, but we're going to dive right back into a new series called Lifelines. It's a series about relationships and friendships. Be, since we didn't have the podcast last week, but we did have Sabbath school, can you catch us yeah. up, Pastor Jeff, so as to what it was I last think week? I think Lifelines is a great time. This is a great time to talk about it, right? As school's starting, you're getting back into seeing some of your friends, maybe maybe making some new friends. We talked about friendship and how Jesus and godly friendships can help us be real and help yeah. uh, others in our in our influence be real as well. And we talked about the, the man who was lowered through the roof uh, and Jesus healed him, and, and how Jesus had his sins forgiven first, and then he told them to get up and walk. And the Pharisees were upset about it, but he he allowed them to be real. And and kind of what we mean by that is they were who they were. They couldn't get to Jesus. They didn't let those things stop them from getting to Jesus, but the roof started breaking apart. He let them be who they were. And I think Jesus knew yeah. that was going to happen. He let those obstacles, he let the door be stopped. He let those obstacles be there and they had to overcome those to get to Jesus. Anyways, it's an interesting story, fascinating, and Jesus lets us be real, And that, but he doesn't leave us there. And that's where we talked kind of last week at the end of our Sabbath school. We said, Jesus does not leave us there. He doesn't expect us in a godly friendship. I'm not going to say, hey, you're good where you are. Just stay there. Yeah. I'm going to say, no, you're, I accept you where you are, but let's walk together. Let's keep going together. Yeah. And I, that's what our topic's going to be about a little bit more today. Uh, before we begin, though, I wonder, would you mind having a word yeah. of prayer for us as we as we dive into the new topic today? Let's pray. Dear God, thank you for this time we can talk and, and just sit down and talk about your word and talk about how you want to change us and grow in us. Sometimes it's uncomfortable, um, but thank you that we can do that and, and talk here. Uh, please continue to be friends with us and teach us how to be friends and, and to grow with other people. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So friendships. It's a cool topic to be talking about. Mm -hmm. I know we know many of you are going to be going back to school. Some of you are homeschooled. Some of you guys are uh, going to various uh, physical schools. Some of you guys are probably going to be doing online school. Sorry, that's how Sorry. it's going to go. <laughs> um, so there's a lot going on. And at, at this point of the year, it's, it's a good time to talk about mm -hmm. friendships because so much of our lives is shaped by those people that are around us. Mm -hmm. uh, and so what we want to talk about is being intentional about the kind of people that we surround ourselves. So in part two of this, we're talking about how godly friendships help you grow. <laughs> and it's painful sometimes. You talk, you talk about growing pains. It's, it's painful to it grow can, sometimes. It can be really, it can be really difficult. Yeah. Um, you know, we, when I'm thinking and looking for a friend, I'm not at the top of my list is often not, oh, I wonder if this person's going to call me out on stuff and help mm -hmm. me grow. That's usually not really high up there. I, I have to say it's usually more like, do I like doing the same things they like to do? Are they funny? Are they loyal? Yeah. Um, or, you know, I, for me, is, is, are they a spiritual person? These are things that Do I we think have about. similar interests, which, yeah. may, which actually speaks to comfort. Yeah. Like, am I going to be comfortable around this person? Like, we both listen to the same music, or do you listen to different music? So I sometimes, hey, wait, he, he likes that music? I do too. It, so I'm, honestly, when we look for friends, it's a lot of times comfort, which is okay. Yeah. It doesn't mean it's not okay, but it's not. The, the first thing we look for isn't like, hmm, he's going to make me upset. <laughs> right. I, I, I think I really like how you said that because, like, essentially what we're looking for in friends is like, hey, who's someone who's kind of like me? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's kind of, yeah. in some ways, that's how friendships work at least. Uh, but we're, we're trying to model in this series – um, what Christ did. Before we turn to the story about Jesus, though, there's a Proverbs we want to read. You can find it in Proverbs um, 27, 17. It's a short little one. Pretty neat. I'll read it for, for us here. Proverbs 27, 17 says, as iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. Mm -hmm. uh, what does that mean to you? 
I don't know, to me, like sometimes it's, it's painful, but there's, there's growth and there's refinement and there's, uh, there's challenge that happens. Like if my wife and I are, she's my best friend, um, but I'm not the same person that I was when I met her at 18 years old. Thank goodness. And she's not either, you know, we're not the same person, but because there's been arguments, there's mm-hmm. been disagreements and through those we grow. And I think the same thing is true for friends. There may be some times when we disagree, there may be some times when you call me out on something and I need to change and I'm too stubborn to realize it or too, too upset or whatever the situation, but just like iron sharpens iron, God put us together yeah. to, to sharpen each other. And it's a cool thing when it happens. I know I was sharing, sharing with you earlier um, that last week I took some time off and I was rebuilding my, <laughs> my deck. Uh, but what I didn't share is part of it is I had to demolish my, my old deck. And man, it was a job. <laughs> it was a lot of work. So I realized to get some of this old lumber off, like the best tool for it was a chainsaw. So I got a <laughs> chainsaw. Yeah, right? And I was chainsawing my deck off a lot of it. Um, but eventually after doing that for a while, that the chain got super dull. And uh, like I had to work, I would say, five times as hard, which is, you're not really supposed to do that with chainsaw, <laughs> but really put some uh-huh. some weight on it to get that thing to cut through. Whereas when it was sharp, mm. it would just slice through like nothing. And and so it is a good analogy, I think, for life, like that mm. concept that uh, friends that that help us stay sharp uh, instead of just kind of being mediocre or mm-hmm. dull, I guess mm-hmm. you could say, like we can cut through life so much better. I was going to say the challenges that are going to hit us are going to be easier, that much easier. If I allow you to help me grow, the next challenge I hit is easier. If I say, don't let me grow and let me stay, I hit that challenge. I may not be able to get through it at that time. I may yeah. need to grow some before I can. So allowing your friends to let you grow is key. Yeah, yeah. It, it's huge. Well, let, take us to the passage in scripture where we see Jesus doing yeah, this. It's in Luke chapter 10. I mean, we see Jesus doing this all the time, but the one we're going to look true. at today, Jesus, uh, Jesus uh, stops by somebody's house in Luke chapter 10. And this is... Uh, we we read about Mary and Martha. Uh, this is early on in that in that relationship, um, but he knows them already, and he's there. And you guys know the story well since you were kids. We 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 talked about this. Um, a lot of you, I'm sure. But uh, so as Jesus was coming, he came to to the house of Mary and Martha in verse 39. So Luke 10:39, uh, her sister Mary sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he taught. There's a whole sermon right there we can talk about. But um, but Martha was distracted by the big dinner she was preparing. She came to the Lord. Lord, doesn't it seem unfair to you uh, that my sister sits here while I do all the work? And that's a fair question, right? (laughs) So like to pause real quick, um, and I love well, it, she, she, she ends, tell her to come help me. Like just this little oh, thing. <laughs> have her help. Yeah. Like, so Jesus is visiting, he's a house guest and Mary is sitting down, just chilling with him, talking in Martha, who is also Jesus's friend. It's important mm-hmm. to say that it's not mm-hmm. like he's just there for Mary. <laughs> like he, he's friends with Martha too. Mm-hmm. And then the, their brother Lazarus too. Uh, but anyways, in this story, we only hear about the two sisters. He's friends with both of them and to show her love. Um, you know, Martha's trying to do a lot of nice things. Mm-hmm. So you talk about like the love languages. One, one is acts of service. It seems like Martha, that's she's how she's that. trying to show love and to God. Mary's quality time. She's quality yeah. time. She's just, yeah, she's just yeah. spending, spending time with them. Um, and it's interesting because Martha, it's, can you imagine? That's a little awkward um, because Jesus is called out by the person who's hosting him basically like, hey, get on to her. Yeah. He's like, oh, that's awkward. I'm not here to get in your mess. Sibling rivalry So here. yeah, he's like, I'm not. But so Jesus could have let it slide, but he used it mm-hmm. as an opportunity because he because he was friends with her. Uh, he decided to go a little deeper with her. Mm-hmm. He had built up a friendship, I'm sure, with her. And so he kind of calls her out in a very kind way. But go ahead and keep. Well, I want to jump this. back to this real quick because I love what even Martha does here. She's willing to go and talk and confront 
Jesus mm-hmm. with the problem. And so many of us, and myself included, get so busy, and then somebody offends me, like a, a friend offends me, or someone says something to me, and I just hold it. You know what I'm saying? And I don't say anything. And then the next time you do, I don't say anything, and, and then it blows up. That's passive aggressive. That's classic <laughs> passive aggressive. Right. So, but here, and she may have done that that day a little bit. She may have held it in some, but she yeah. goes to him. She's like, I'm going to talk to you about this. I'm going to confront you. Like, what, right. what's going on here? Right. So I love that. But then uh, the Lord says to her, my dear Martha, uh, you are worried and upset over all the details. This is the only thing worth being concerned about. Oh, there is only one thing worth being concerned about. Mary has discovered it, and it will not be taken away from her. So he just pushes back. <laughs> yeah, and it's really neat because every time I've read this story before, I've focused on the fact that Jesus is saying, hey, what's the most important is spending time with mm-hmm. me, my mm-hmm. presence, receiving of my my love, my knowledge. Um, but it is interesting, his response to her, that to kind of flip it and realize, well, he's being a good friend by saying mm-hmm. that. He's not, I don't imagine that he's chewing her out. You know, I imagine mm-hmm. he's saying it really kindly uh, to her because he realizes this is an area where she can grow that she doesn't need to, I'm, I'm reading into it a bit more. Yeah. I don't know the exact reason, but it's easy to imagine perhaps Martha had an issue with um, uh, allowing people to accept her just who, for who she was instead mm-hmm. of having to earn their love by doing something for them. I just mm-hmm. know, as I've talked with many, many people, that's that's a common tendency where some people feel like they have to earn, earn value. Well, it's, it's a Jesus. component of every world religion almost mm-hmm. that we have to earn something. Even Christianity, even though we say it's not, <laughs> it, right. we, that, that component creeps in. We have to earn yeah, this. Very yeah. easily. Yeah. yeah. And, so, and so Jesus calls, calls you out. He uses the friendship and he says, listen, um, this is an area you can grow in. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like he's trying to, yeah, mess up get a couple sisters mad at each other but he's just saying like don't get don't get on to your sister because she's doing what's really important and and you catch even though he doesn't say it the invitation is there for her as well mm-hmm. like grow in this area mm-hmm. i mean how how would you have felt if you were martha in that moment do you think i don't know i i you know you always read the story and you think like i, I would be mary like i'd be sitting there yeah yeah that'd be me no but you're not always going to be in the the better yeah. you're not always going to choose the right thing so i think I'd like to think I would start thinking about where I'm supposed to be or or what, what I'm putting, like she's getting her value from doing all this stuff, like you're saying, and and really her value comes from Christ. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I'd like to to think that I could sit and and just say, okay, I'm going to sit down and wait or, or, you know, sit down and talk to you for some, and then we'll all go do whatever needs to be done. Um, Yeah. I'd like to respond positive, but if I look through, through my life, certain times when maybe friends have called me out, it hasn't been the best response. (laughs) So it's, sometimes you have, sometimes I have had a good response. So I think I'd, like I said, I'd like to think I was, I'd be good at that. I know in some of my close relationships, I, again, like you, I'd like to say that I respond well to well-intentioned growth areas or (laughs) suggestions. A lot of times my tendency is to bristle, Uh you know, and I'm not going to like explode at someone or anything like that, but like, um, a lot of times be like, oh, they just don't understand or, you know, something like that. Uh, but later, mm-hmm. as I sit and think about it, there's been many times when God's used people to help me grow in my mm-hmm. life. And so a lot of times for me, what it looks like is someone might confront me. And then sometimes I need some time to think about it. Um, and then I'm just realizing they were right. And I'm appreciative yeah. of that for sure. Other times I'm able to um, take that criticism more quickly. Uh, or maybe it's not criticism, but maybe just an opportunity to grow more. Um, and other times I've just flat out done poorly with it. Yeah. So there's a mixture. But what I can tell you is I've always been grateful 
for those people who I know genuinely care mm-hmm. for me, they're friends. And, yeah, and that's they, what I was going to say. They Jesus, bring it in. they knew that, at least I believe Martha knew that Jesus had her best interests at heart. And sometimes in our, our sinful friendships, I don't always have my friend's best interests at heart. Yeah. You know, that, but she knew, I believe, she knew Jesus did. And so I think she responded. Uh, we don't, we're not told how she responds to that. We're not told what she walked away. We're not told anything. We are told later they're still friends. Right, exactly. So, that's so, the point yeah. you get. Yeah. So they are still friends and they still grew together. And so I think knowing that, getting to a point where you know that the, your friend has the best interest at mm. heart and that's where we we be real with them we i need to tell you who mm. who i am and, and where i'm coming from so you know who how i approach life and how i look at things and it helps you yeah definitely and i think we talked about this just a few weeks ago um the importance of listening and and mm-hmm. I, listening doesn't need to be this weird awkward thing just hanging out with each other is listening to a degree and so i think that's something that's so important apparently these guys had established a friendship already and and when we do that when we communicate with each other that we we understand someone we know what they like what they dislike Mm -hmm. a little bit then when we come into someone's life and share like hey i because i know Mm -hmm. you're this type of person did you realize that when you do this or don't do this this is kind of how it's perceived or whatever Mm -hmm the person's going to be more likely to believe like, yeah, this person does know me and I, I know that they want the best for me mm-hmm. and it goes, it can go a lot better when that happens. Well, and I also think what would, would Jesus have said anything had Martha not started that conversation? And mm-hmm. we talked about this in, in your office before we came in here, how, uh, honesty is invited. Like if I, how many friends and I'll ask you guys, how many friends do you go to and ask, Hey, where can I improve? How can I do better? And I was, I was telling you, it's not that many friends I do that to. I yeah. might, my wife, I might ask that once every while and, and not, not very often do I ask other friends that. But if I continue to ask you, if I ask you once, you, you'd probably say, oh, you're good. Mm-hmm. If I ask you another time, maybe a week later, ask you again, you might start to say, okay, I need to have an answer. Like, yeah. okay, how can he do better? How? Yeah. So I think Martha came to Jesus and Jesus responded to that. And I think we, we missed things. Had Martha not, as we talked about earlier, had Martha held it in, she would have missed the opportunity to grow. Yeah. So I think asking for honesty, or even if I feel like there's something I, you know, you've upset me, or I need to say something. If I'm honest with you and ask for honesty back, we can both grow. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, I, I feel like our conversation here has kind of taken on the tone of calling people out. Like it's always going to be an awkward way to help people yeah. grow, but that's not the case. I know just, just this morning, mm-hmm. you and I went mountain biking together. Mm-hmm. It's the first time we've gone mountain biking yeah. together and I'm new at mountain biking. And so, uh, as we were going down the biology trail, you were sharing like, Hey, if you're going downhill, yeah. I said, you fool. No, <laughs> <laughs> He's just calling me out. No. <laughs> it, was, it was really rough. <laughs> no, we're kicking each other under the table right yeah. now. No, no so, so you were just sharing like, mm-hmm. Hey, lower your seat a little bit mm-hmm. when you're going downhill and you're probably going to feel more comfortable get, gaining greater speed. And so it wasn't like this awkward, like, oh, I've got to call this guy out on his <laughs> writing style. It was just like, hey, you may enjoy that. Yeah. I was like, I just genuinely enjoyed it. Yeah. So it wasn't like an awkward thing where I felt like you were being pushy or mm-hmm. anything. It was just like, a. this is a classic example where a lot of the strong growth that happens doesn't need to happen in awkward moments. It's mm-hmm. just like, hey, we're friends and we're sharing life together. Mm-hmm. And so it's just going to be natural for you to say, hey, here's something I tried and, and it worked for yeah. me. It's like, and I've so been like, there before. Like, right. Yeah. And so like when I hear it, it's, just, it's not like I'm feeling judged or anything. It's just like, yeah, I don't have a clue. Like <laughs> that seemed to work better. Yeah. And, and it's just, it's not like this big moment. And I think that's, what's so cool about friendships though, is there's growth a lot mm-hmm. of times. And just like iron sharpens iron, we get better at life. We grow. Like, for example, I, I feel slightly better at mountain biking after hanging out with you mountain mm-hmm. biking this morning, even though like you didn't set out and like have like a lesson plan on how to, how to teach. <laughs> and I wasn't there necessarily to learn. It just, yeah. it just happened, uh-huh. you know? And I think that's, what's really cool to say. And so what I would challenge, um, well, that's time spent, right? 
Like yeah. I, if, if I just met you and we hit the trails, I probably wouldn't have said that. Sure. And you probably wouldn't have really, li- but like time spent with each other. Yeah. And so I, I think that's the quality time with Jesus. Jesus will change us. Quality time with friends. They'll, they, they will change you and know how to approach. Yeah. And, I, and that's what I was just getting ready to say is like, you will be changed by the people you're hanging out with. And that's what's crazy is instead of like making this like a stressful thing, like, oh, how am I going to confront my friends or how are they going to confront me? Is this going to be awkward? Like realize you are going to be sharpening mm-hmm. um, and sharpened by those you hang out with. Like it will happen mm-hmm. naturally, just like that story today. It's not like you tried to, it just happened. happened. And so this is why we're really encouraging you guys um, during this series uh, to consider what type of people you're allowing into your life because they're going to start pointing you one direction or another. And so I want to... You're going to be changed. Yeah. In the next year, a yes. year from now, you will be different than you are now. And so I'm, what are the friends pushing you And towards? we're not just yeah. talking about your braces. It's, it's something <laughs> else. Your hair. And yeah. No, we're, we're all growing, right? And so we encourage you guys um, to have fun with friends and, and to be mindful um, of how your friends are, mm-hmm. are shaping you. So uh, that's what we want to encourage you to do. Um, remember, godly friendships help you grow. We want to invite you guys to tune in next week as we continue this series. Uh, until then, know that we're praying for you, and um, we'd love to hear any comments that you guys have. So, that's See you said, guys. Thanks for joining. See you later. Take, Take care. God bless.